0: I'm Ange. I walk the shamanic path and I have the best fucking job in the world. Every day I get to tell you I love you. Don't fucking text them. And I get to help people with their relationships um, using ancient wisdom from my extensive studies in shamanism. So I am along this path. I've been lucky enough to find a lot of spiritual friends. And I have some not spiritual friends, but they're all funny and they're all beautiful. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships and the things that that we deal with in them. We're going to dissect the twin flame trend and just talk about soul ties and healing in general. So I love you. And of course, like I said before, don't fucking text them. Work on your own shit. You you are the problem. I'm sorry. You're also the solution. I love you. This week's guest is one of my childhood friends, Andy. He loves podcasts. And when I started doing this, he asked if he could be on it right away. And I said yes, because I thought he was like one of the men that's part of the problem. So one of my imprints is that men are problematic and like they're the enemy basically and I've I've cleared that one um so I thought he was gonna answer me like why are the guys I'm dating acting like this like I thought he was gonna be like the ugly truth guy about this um but when I got into it I realized my perspective has been off this whole time because of my own wounding like he's actually a relationship person he's actually (laughs) self-reflective I always knew he's a good person but like I didn't realize how off my perspective was. So that's why I love shamanism. Because sometimes we just need, once we heal, we can see people in a new way and have healthier relationships. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. The problem is I have been doing a really bad job with the audio. The problem is I don't actually know how to make a podcast. (laughs) So I... I, am really loud if you didn't know this about me, but. I, Details. You're supposed, yeah. You're supposed to keep the recording settings. So it's, it downloads as two separate audio files so that I can mm-hmm. be loud and you can be a normal person and I can mix it to sound, but then I, I haven't been doing that. So they've sounded like shit. If you've listened to them.
1: I listened to the one that you had with your, your Texas friend there.
0: With Danny. Yeah. Yeah. The sound wasn't too bad on that one, but after that, it, no, it was so. fun. I'm trying on this one. The last two are a little, I don't know. So, you're my new guinea pig for sound. Nice. We'll see. We'll see if it makes a difference. Andy, okay. So, when I started this podcast, you messaged me almost immediately and said you volunteered as tribute here. What, why? What made you, what are we doing? I don't,
1: I, I always thought it was awesome. Like, any, I always, I don't know. I just, like, when that whole thing started, that whole, you know, people self recording and doing their own, little sound studios and stuff like that. I always thought like, that is, that's awesome. I would love to do that. And then I, so then when I was, you know, one degree removed from somebody that was actually doing it, I was like, yeah, that I'm in. I know.
0: (laughs) So my, apparently my mom has been listening to them, which, okay. And she, she, the last episode I interviewed my friend Bree, who's in a polyamory relationship. And like my mom was today, she was like, at here and she's like, I don't know. I just stopped listening. I don't understand what any of that is, mom or Ange. And I like, have <laughs> told you before, my content is not for you. But she, she goes, Well, who are you interviewing next? And I said, Andy. And she goes, Oh my God, I can't wait to listen. And I was like, That changes the oh, whole trajectory. That's the whole, changes the whole trajectory <laughs> of what I was going to bring up, mom. But I didn't say no so that's my awesome. mom is listening just you know and then she was like I've raised Andy he's like another son and I said that's not true she, I don't know she has delusional memories about our childhood <laughs> Dude, I don't know so like I have known you since eighth grade but I, I wouldn't mean, say I wouldn't say remember she introduced you to Danny as um as he was almost my son-in-law and we we're like the that one was that was
1: got away funny. or whatever yeah 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 well, that
0: literally was I not mean, a hey. thing
1: I must have i'm gonna just take that as I made an awesome impression <laughs>
0: I, I mean like, okay, as a parent, you were my first date in eighth grade we I think we were a mm-hmm. boyfriend and girlfriend for two weeks and but I guess as a parent that's a, like a that's a monumental that's about all I make it now anyway with anyone, so that really hasn't changed much <laughs> I think that's that was monumental enough for her so she remembers that's probably why, right?
1: It was definitely longer than two weeks but whatever I think it,
0: was. it was not well now <laughs> andy's like let me get on my calendar i kept track yeah <laughs> here's what so so here's what i do want you to answer because this has been a topic for me lately because you i will preface this as you're in a in a in a relationship now but for a long time you weren't and mm-hmm. you were kind of the problematic type of guy that i talk about I would say for years, admittedly, you were. So I want answers.
1: I did. Did I just walk into an ambush?
0: Yeah. Well, what did you think we were going to talk about, Andy? <laughs> I want answers, and I want them now.
1: I see. What? I bet. I bet. I bet I was probably in, in or. Uh, relationship adjacent and you just were unaware
0: you, well you're secret at your secret squirrel
1: right i don't really yes. t- i mean i'm just not that way like i don't i don't the,
0: your you girlfriend now who you live with and have yeah. her so you lived with her for how long you
1: oh four maybe three years
0: okay so, so years the one at, time three years the one least. The one time I met you, or met her for a briefly, and I was not introduced, I mean, this story is my favorite, you, we were at some event, some public event, I don't event. do that, I'm
1: really off okay, I'm,
0: she I'm came up next to you, and stood there like a normal person waiting to be introduced, and you didn't even acknowledge her. And so I was looking at everyone else like, is this a person that he likes, or is this someone that likes him that he's trying to get rid of? Like, what is this? Like, a. Like, I don't know who, and I never brought it up again. And then years I'm, later, when I saw a picture of you two on Facebook, I was like, that's his girlfriend? And I thought that was some just crazy bitch that was stalking him.
1: <laughs> no, I'm such a piece of shit at that. Like, I don't, I've just never, we did it so, like, So Erica came over, uh, last Sunday and we went and watched the, the Packer game. Um, and we went to this place where, you know, sometimes we go watch the game and it was, it was really weird. It was like every two minutes, somebody else, like from the neighborhood or a friend from whatever, was like walking in. And it was like, I felt like the mayor of Pewaukee because it was like, "Hey, Hey, what's going on? Everybody comes over to, you know, do the greet, shake the hand or whatever. And I realized it like three people, groups of people, had went through, and I never, and they all knew who Tanya was too. Yeah. And Erica sitting there, and I was like, "Fuck."
0: You didn't introduce <laughs> that. You're
1: just. And so, so I had I had to like actively tell myself like the next time somebody walks in, and then when those people come back, you introduce them or whatever, because then I just feel bad. because Erica, was, I mean, she didn't care, obviously. You won't know, put.
0: This makes I just, sense. So. I'm, I did look up your astrology before we got on the phone because I wanted to remember and you have an Aquarius moon like me so that that would explain the Aquarius energy your moon is like how you are I know you don't believe in this stuff but I'm going to tell you anyway it's like who you are at your emotional core and you're just you don't fucking notice things like you're I mean you do but like that kind of stuff I'm the same way I don't remember people's names I don't remember anything I just don't know I don't know anyone
1: and I've I've always well not always but like after I got older, and, and you start to learn more th- things about yourself, like, like anxiety and stuff like that, like, just not that not like self diagnosing or anything, but you learn about things that you probably had dealt with and stuff when you were younger, but you didn't yeah. know what they were, you yeah. know, so I I always chalked up, and I, this is total bullshit, I just made it up like, I, it's, maybe it's true, maybe it's <laughs> not, But I but I always chalked it up to like, when I meet someone, especially mm-hmm. a new person, and they introduce my, themselves to me, I have 10,000 things going on in my head. Like, I'm yeah. thinking, what is this person thinking about me? What am I doing? What do I look like? What am I doing? What? Like, those are all the things that are going on. Meanwhile, they just told me their name, and it's fucking yeah. gone. because yeah. I, <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not that I don't care. It's, not that, it's actually probably that I care too much because I'm like, I'm trying to, yes. you know, You're, be an upstanding and person. And I'm trying to... <laughs>
0: I'm looking at your chart again, so the rest of your chart so you have a what's a Leo like you know that you're a Leo son but you're I'm just yeah. for anyone listening you're a, you have a Leo well, as a Leo.
1: I don't you know a lot of Leo energy
0: are. you have a Leo stellium so if you have th- so it's it, the, your whole personality isn't just your sun sign it's like I believe in like I guess it's. I don't know. I believe that we choose like where and when we're going to be born because it gives us our core personality for like our soul's mission and astrology is what picks that so it's all where all the planets are at the moment of your birth right so like looking at yours, if you have three or more placements in one sign. You are more of that than anything else. It's called the celium. So you are Leo because your sun, your Mercury, and your Venus are all in Leo, and your Jupiter. So like you have a lot of Leo energy. So you probably really identify with any descriptions of being a Leo, and that's that huh. like worrying about what people are thinking about how you look and what, how you sound and being well, per- yeah. you know. And then your rising, yeah. your rising sign is a Taurus rising. So r- Taurus placements, and your rising is like. How you look to people that first meet you it's it is who you are but it's basically like how you show up to people it's not it's not really you at your core like you were at your core or that leo and then the aquarius moon is like who you really are the only people that know you the most know that you are just kind okay. of a weirdo you know <laughs> but <laughs> you're right you're rising as Taurus, so that's that makes sense and that tra- when you said i think i was born at 11 pm and i looked at i was like yeah because you're the time gives you the the rising and taurus rising makes sense because that's like taurus energy loves really nice things they like to look like they're kind of easygoing and slow moving and really chill and really like everything looks really perfect on the outside and i think that makes sense because it's like then all that blend of leo and aquarius like really people those of us that know you know there's a lot more neurotic shit going on in there right
1: 100 like, percent Absolutely. so i
0: think that totally explains why you always kind of look like an asshole because you weren't introducing anyone and it looked like you were shady but you were just really all that other stuff was going on
1: right so i so i, so I didn't make that up but it, it's actually somewhat true that I'm, I'm not it's not and that's the thing that's always kind of drove me crazy is like i'm, I'm i have that that initial uh interaction with somebody especially like a new person or whatever is, is always like, it's, there's almost like nothing there for me right away. Right. Because it's like, it, it's like, I'm, I'm focused way too much on a, a, pre- a presentation, right. Of myself or of whatever is going on. And, and, I'm and then it takes, that's why it takes me a little bit longer to kind of, a, for me to crack through with somebody else and, and also to let start, Hearing more of what those someone else is saying, so that I'm, um, and now, but then when that connection gets made at whatever level I mean, yeah. friendship or or whatever it is, like yeah. it's, it's then I'm like extraordinarily loyal and, and, and yeah, way too potentially too connected, you know, <laughs> like for some, for
0: that's for the Leo energy. I think that's the Leo energy. The Aquarius moon thing is really like, cause you and I both have that. It's never feeling like ever anyone will truly understand you fully or know all the parts of you. Like, and it's probably true too. Cause you probably, I mean, like we, you and I have known each other, Jesus. Okay. So what? I don't even know 30 years, but um, <laughs> that's, a of, that's a lot of years. <laughs> it's, it um, might be more 20 than some years. years. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, but I think, um, but yeah, like you saying that, I don't think I ever really thought about it that way. So like, but that's what I mean about people don't really, I, and and it kind of fucks with you depending on where you're at in a mental health place, because that's been my biggest mental health struggle most of my life is like, nobody gets me, nobody understands me. Especially when you're rising sign and you're, um, I think your your chart, otherwise, is a really well rounded like personality. I just have so much air, and I'm all Libra. And then I'm Sagittarius rising so this is why people always are like, Oh my God, you so your look like you is would- September,
1: right?
0: October first October first October first no, Libra. So but I have like four placements in Libra. I have as much Libra energy as you do, Leo. And then I have that weirdo Aquarius moon where no one understands me, but then I'm Sagittarius rising so everyone that meets me initially is like oh my God. you're so beautiful and you're so fun and oh my God I bet you would be so much fun you're so much fun and i'm like no I just want to sit home under a blanket like by myself. <laughs> i'm not fun I hate it so it's because the rising sun is like what people think so you, people probably think you're a little more stubborn and arrogant and you're really not you're just thinking
1: right. Oh, hundred percent. I don't, I, well, I am stubborn for sure. That's a, that's a, yeah, you know, not a, not a great trait. Arrogant is, is no, I couldn't possibly be further from, <laughs> from that. Like the insecurities are real, but
0: I think guys hide that a lot more, but I, this is where it gets into that gray area because I've been talking a lot of like, oh, so this was the thing I wanted answers on. But I I think guys hide them a lot more, especially when you get into your 30s and you're dating guys that are have been mostly single, like not literally lived with people or had kids or whatever, not married. Mm-hmm. And there's usually some stuff going on there where they have insecurities, and like like you're saying, even like there's things there that they haven't yeah. dealt with. um totally. But that that doesn't mean that as women or men or whoever you're dating, I don't care about gender, but that doesn't mean that we need to like stick around and hold space for them to fix it so that they can be in a relationship with us either like that's what I keep telling my clients like right. I get that they have issues but you don't need to you still may have to need make have your needs met you can't be like well they're insecure so I'm just not, gonna wait
1: yeah it's not up to you to fix anybody else's issues it's it's up to them I mean it's, it's up to you if you want to go along for the ride you know like if you yeah. if you if you're able to I mean, I think it would be a good sign if you're like in a relationship with somebody and they that person is e- either confident enough or comfortable enough with you to talk to you about their issues, yeah, that's that's a great thing, right? And if you're if you hear those issues and you're and you're willing to say, okay, yeah, let's you know, spend X amount of time trying to work these out. not right. don't do it forever, maybe you know, or maybe you do. I'm sure some people, a lot of people have. Oh. I,
0: but there's a lot of like, okay, so this is what I was getting one. I was just talking to my other one of my other guy friends about this to so speak. I've, everybody I've ever dated does this thing where they randomly check. They randomly check back in. I just got a text from a guy I used to date today. That's like, how are you doing? Like what
1: after the fact?
0: Months later. Like just that's I, crazy. I kind of, once every few weeks, I get a text from a guy I've dated that usually broke up with me in a really polite way, saying it just didn't feel like the right fit, asking me how I'm doing. Why? No, I I don't mean it that
1: and I don't and I don't mean no. it like a, like you
0: know. No, but why? I want to know what you think as a guy.
1: It's not a like I don't I mean we're not like censored here or anything like is not just like a booty call thing or No, a, no. No, this is like a hey, I want to chat.
0: No, it's mostly just how are you doing. So my my buddy my other buddy Jake says That's he wild. does he does this. Well, I'm glad to hear you haven't done it. He said is he's done it and he does it because um, like you're hoping the girl's gonna say something that'll lead to more or I think it's attention, or I think it's uh but it's like I don't understand why it's like I'm like leave me the fuck alone. That's why I told my guy friend Jake too, because I was like, leave women that you don't want to be in a relationship with alone.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> how what lot, do you like, think. What? these relationships like how like, Short, like what level of relationship? Okay not taught dating. I dating. I don't I I can honestly tell you like i've never once a relationship was over whether it was i know and i never had i was either for me i was either in a relationship or it wasn't a relationship at all and if it was in a relationship it was months and months and months and months months yeah like i didn't i never had in many relationships that were less than a year
0: yeah um
1: and so for me like when those relationships ended that was a wrap like I wouldn't outside of passing them on the street
0: yeah. you know and,
1: and, and feeling obligated to, to say hello or something I just wouldn't because it wouldn't for me it wouldn't it would feel inappropriate the only there's I can there were only two circumstances I can think of where I reached out to a, a, a long-term ex-girlfriend and that was because of a that I saw saw of or heard of a death in the family
0: yeah
1: and that and that was and that was it it was and it was and I didn't expect anything back I didn't anything it was just I felt obligated to say something yeah you know being a part of that being a part of that life or whatever but I don't I cannot I honestly I wish I could (laughs) I wish I could give you some sort of insight there.
0: This kind of proves my point, because I was talking to Danny about this yesterday, Danny, Texas Danny that you met. I was saying, I think the difference is the level of integrity that the guy has. Like, honestly, because if you, you, I would say you do have integrity and that, you don't, if you, especially if you're the one that broke it off, like move along, don't fuck with a person's head anymore. Just keep going right. um, ver, versus a hundred
1: percent. If that's the case, if you broke it off, then that's a hundred percent the case. You should not be reaching back. That's but what if I'm you, saying. even if you, even if, even if you were the one who you know, even amicable or whatever, or you got yeah. dumped, I guess, for lack of a better, I don't know what word we use these days. Um, Like I don't, I, I still don't, for me, I would be too proud, I guess. Yeah, it's all that to, to that person. I just wouldn't be able to do it. It would absolutely stop me from doing it. And I know that happens a lot. Like people are, you know, I mean, that's what restraining orders are for, right? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I don't. I I I can't. Like, I can't even think, and I have there are, there are a a couple of exes who I, you know, relationships ended and they were not, it wasn't like a bad circumstance or anything. And I wouldn't, it would not cross my mind to reach back to them, even to just- well,
0: if anything, you just prove that there are- Say happy
1: birthday. I wouldn't even do that. I know. Like, I just-
0: (laughs) I don't get, I just, I have a litany of guys that I've dated for a few weeks that never will leave me alone. They just never, and I guess it's shame on me. Like, that's what I've been looking at this one specifically. Like, I'm a nice person. And so when they pop back up, I'm like, oh, hi. It's not maybe. like you're trying to hook up. Sometimes they're like a, a date.
1: Maybe it's just like a, you're a good talker, obviously. You know, like maybe it's a conversation. They want some conversation. They want to.
0: Or is it like the girlfriend experience when you're lonely, but you don't actually want a relationship? I don't know. Like, you just want a girl to text and yeah. be nice to you. I Yeah. It's so annoying, but I'm not like a bad person, and and I don't care enough to block them. But I try. It's like,
1: (laughs) does it happen? This is this is going to sound like a weird question, but just let me let me go with it. Does it happen more seasonally? Like
0: no, all year long. No, all year. See, because we
1: were just having this conversation about a buddy of mine, and I I love this. I think I think it's hilarious, but I and I won't give too much detail because I don't want to throw anybody under the nobody pod, listens to this. it's boss. fine <laughs> um but he so this guy like he he met this um uh lady earlier this summer it was in like April or May mm-hmm. I want to say it was May went out on a had a nice date and we actually had like ran into him and super nice great lady I thought they were like happy together having a good time and he was like nah not not for me I broke it off with her or whatever well fast forward to like October 1st, they reconnected and Ooh. now he's head over heels and whatever. And I'm like, and I legitimately told the guys, dude, you're a piece of shit.
0: Yes. Said, you just
1: want, I said, you want your summer to, <gasps> to kick it and do whatever. Now he, he disagrees. And I don't, <laughs> and I was really just, I was really just kind of jabbing him. Like I, I'm maybe it's yeah. true, but it's, it's probably not true. But I was like, dude, this doesn't look good, buddy. Like, no, it looks, it's a thing. It looks like you're just you want to get you know. And what did Tanya called it? Like, cup cupping season. Cuffing
0: season. It is cupping season cuffing right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's a thing. So I don't know if you've ever heard this story. This is all out my brother on this because this was my brother has been with his wife since they were 15 and 16, right? 16. So I don't yep. know. Um, but they did break up for a little bit. So I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but he this is when he was a piece of shit. And he was I was completely on Michelle's side during this too. She was like one of my best friends. But I think we were in our early 20s because I lived in Milwaukee. We were in our early 20s. I have
1: trouble picturing your brother being
0: a piece of shit, but oh right. he was a piece of shit this year. He was a piece of shit in high school too. I don't know. They were whatever. He wasn't. He so there was this summer, like they had to be like one or two years out of school, right? We were probably Michelle was probably yeah. 20 and I was probably 21. So Andy was the other Andy was 19, probably. Him and Rudy, and I don't know, their whole group of guys. Decided in the spring they all dumped their girlfriends and for spring cleaning so that they could go be whores all summer long, and they said it and they said and I knew what he did and so he broke up with Michelle and she was beside herself because they had been in love they had been spring
1: cleaning
0: they call it spring cleaning they, and then <laughs> so Michelle and I were like best friends at this point so I, I just spent every day with her crying and she, I was like I know I know he's my brother but he's a piece of shit and you know he'd be out trying to hit on girls or whatever and I'd go out to the bar with him all the time and he was always striking oh out God. and he was this is back when I mean he was a very good looking young like thin guy then you know and, well, he's a strapping
1: but, fella yeah
0: he is but even back then he was in really good shape like and, but he, he was just striking out because he's, no, he's never been single and so he didn't know right he was getting and you know too when you're single you get told no as a guy more than you say yes but he's so sensitive so he was not he was not doing well with it so the whole summer goes by, she, my mom and I are just like, we love you, but like, you can do better, I don't know. And like, I'd be out with him and I'd just be like, you fucking suck, what are you doing? Go back to the <laughs> Okay, so oh it's, it's winding, the summer's winding down. It's been terrible, he's crying. It's like, and and there's, he is, he had dropped out of school by then at UWM, um, cause he said he was getting too distracted by all how pretty all these girls were and that he couldn't concentrate he really said that yeah he was he wasn't you saw these hot broads i think that's the phrase he used being around so he dropped out of college and most of the girls he was meeting then were like oh what are you doing with your life and he was like well i don't know i'm doing concrete work with my uncle this summer and i dropped out of college and they were like oh no thank you you know so he was like oh um but meanwhile she had gotten a new boyfriend who was like a <laughs> was like a business executive he did he was so good where to he took care of her he did all this stuff and he had taken her uh, or I love this story he had taken her so up, he was like no. a little
1: bit older maybe yeah
0: and he was great he yeah. was he was a great guy and she she couldn't stand him but she loved my brother but she was with him because she was like well you know what else am I going to do? Just sit over Gotta be with somebody. So, they at the end <laughs> of the summer, her family went up to their cabin in northern Wisconsin, and he came with because he was the boyfriend, they had been together like a couple months, and so he's with the yeah. whole family up north. And My brother calls her out of the blue and is like, you know, wasted and was like, I right, we need to get back to balling, and she yeah, and she goes, Well, I have a whole boyfriend, and like he's up at the cabin, and he was like, You're at the I have a whole
1: boyfriend.
0: You're at the cabin? I'll be right there. He gets in the car and go either way. Either he drove to the cabin to get her, or she just got in her car and left. But she definitely just left her boyfriend with her family. This dude just left this guy there. And got there. back together with my brother. But it was the worst. I mean, it was his spring cleaning year. He was a pigeon. And they've been married like twenty-some years. I mean, they've been together Oh, yeah. yeah. But I still love that story because he's, I would say, like one of the best Scott He's a great husband. He's there's not mm-hmm. a she, there's not an unfaithful bone in that guy's body. He loves my my sister-in-law, and he always has, but even he was a piece of shit that summer. I am going to say he reason. got
1: talked into something by his friends.
0: <laughs> I guess so. They all they all got back to their with their girlfriends after that. Every one of them was like, oh, I fucked up. They all had to go crawling back. Oh, my God. But they were young. I mean, I, I get a 20-year-old guy doing that versus like a guy who's 38.
1: You know what? Now that you mention that, I did that once. (laughs) See, here I was on my high horse. You were in your twenties. You were not. I I never talked to him again. I never. No, this was. I mean, it's definitely like college, ish. And I had, um, I had had just left a kind of maybe like a year or two relationship, um from from college met from, from in college and i actually reached back i can't even remember how i did it or how it came up because this was before like social media really and all that type of yeah. shit like you like i mean maybe myspace or something like that but i had <laughs> I, I reached out to a previous ex um that, that you would that you would be familiar with and, and totally tried to, like, reconnect. And it was my understanding that they were in a relationship at that time. And, it, yeah, it wasn't great. Like,
0: it didn't there, really was, there
1: was... I don't... Well, definitely no. But it was... But I know what I was thinking at the time. I know what I, what I was thinking at the time was similar to what you were just saying about your brother. Like, yeah, this relationship I was just in was a disaster and the one that I was in before that was the one and I fucked that up and like yeah. we, that that should have worked and the reason it didn't work was my fault which was not the fucking
0: case no <laughs>
1: but but I was convincing myself of that and it was like yeah. oh you had it so great you everything was so else, so you should go back to that and then fix it and then just make it right well I know I, that's like that's what was going through my head yeah and yeah I took a swing and it I mean Definitely make contact, but it wasn't obviously it didn't work out. But
0: I in our twenties, I saw that happen with a lot of people. Like I, one of one of my very yeah, shit, you were living down
1: the street from me at the time. (laughs) I
0: I won't I won't name names, but one of my very best friends broke up with someone, and it didn't go so well with the next boyfriend. And then she went and got back together with him and married him. A lot, a couple people did that. You know what I mean? Like that was a thing in our twenties. And I look at I mean that's not
1: like, like. they're the happy
0: of, they no i mean they're happy they're happy i guess but i don't know there's always a part of maybe it's just there's always a part of me that's like that's like uh no i think there's, there's something better or at least at that point i was always so hopeful there was something better around the corner like i wasn't gonna settle for anything in my 20s right but that didn't really I mean, work out well for me
1: <laughs> i i mean my you were ahead we were off and on with what's his face for quite a while
0: in my 20s and... or jared in my 30s yeah okay in my 20s to backtrack so while i had my high school boyfriend who, and then i had my college boyfriend and then in my tw- late 20s i when i played willard remember that guy jonathan i was on and off again with for years like that was yeah a- and that was a mess and that ended a restraining order and him trying to kill yes. me so that was when yeah, i was like 29 and then I, I took a year off from dating but that was a revolving door too i've always done this thing um and then and then i took a year off from dating to like do therapy because he literally tried to kill me like that was that was for real. yeah i remember that
1: i that definitely remember that
0: um but then, and then, when I decided to date again, I dated a little, and then I found Jared, who I ended up, you know, yeah. marrying later and having Radley with. But that wasn't like we didn't plan to like have a family. Like I just, we like, we didn't even plan to live together. Like we were dating and we we're always fighting. And then his mom kicks him. He lives with his mom, yeah. <laughs> and his yeah. mom kicks him out. And so he's like, "Fuck, I guess I have to move in with you until I figure it out." Like we don't want to move in together until I then figure I, it out. And then and Danny was still a roommate, you know? Yeah. And then so the three of us were living together. And then I accidentally got pregnant. Other Danny, like,
1: not da- not Texas yeah.
0: Danny. No, not not no kind of scooter Danny, but yeah, college Danny. So and then and then I got pregnant. And so I was like, Well, I guess now we're having a kid. And then Danny didn't want to move out, and I had to be like, Danny, we're having a baby. You can't stay living with each other with us. <laughs> Probably should have let her.
1: But this, um all this feels like it was like very recently but it was not it was it wasn't. a long fucking time ago <laughs> but
0: that's why i tell people like all of you guys seem to have like like most of my friends like chose their husband and then they decided to have a baby and like i didn't choose anything in my fucking life it just happened to me right right i'm, I'm not complaining really but and then jared and i nah. we were i think and then we broke up and got back together every other year after yeah that, a bunch of like times years. every other year literally Andy.
1: yeah yeah
0: what did you said yep. something about him once? And I can't I, remember the phrase. There was one time we were going to like a party at Mickey's and you were talking about him and I keep trying to remember this phrase. You said something about like, it was, it it was basically that he couldn't get it right. Even if it was handed to him, but it was like a, what's the saying? Do you oh know God. what I'm talking about? I wish I remember it.
1: I can only imagine what I might've said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember specifically what I get I'm what joking. you're saying though. And that's a good Pretty good description.
0: Yeah. I, I, I mean, no, I have my I issues too, but that's basically all I. And then, and then, this is where I just so my my big aha moment just this month has been that I left my marriage two years ago, thinking, oh my gosh, I have done some healing work now because I had done all that therapy before I really left. And now i fixed my shit and I love being married. I love having a family. I just had the wrong guy picked, but now I'm healed. So yeah. I'm going to go find the right guy and I'm going to have another, I thought but... I was going to get married right away and have one more baby. Like... <laughs> and so I jumped directly out of an abusive marriage into the lion's den and fucked up my life even worse. So now I am just alone yeah. and I am trying to just not be traumatized by men for a long time. It was my own doing. Yeah, I don't...
1: Yeah. And I don't, I, I always, I feel like I always did sort of make my own decisions as far as like relationships went and what I wanted to do with life and and whatnot. Um, so I don't have any, like, I don't, I mean, like, there's definitely some stuff I wish I did better or, or, you know, people I treated better or stuff like that. Like that's the type of stuff that bugs me. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, as far as like what I saw going back 20 years ago, you know, it's not wildly different from what I would have picked, yeah. you know, it's just, you
0: always, you always knew you didn't want kids. So there was like a lot less right. pressure there, I think, in all of it.
1: Right. Well, that was, that actually, that, that screwed me a, a bunch yeah. of times. Like, <laughs> so, like I, I, remember and I and I, there, there was, I mean, God, there was like.
0: You had that one girlfriend that you really loved, and but she didn't want kids, and that was really hard. I remember that one before, right before Tanya, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, right. Correct. Like, no, that's hard. Yeah, I was. I mean, there was, there was like forty-five seconds <laughs> where I thought maybe, eh, maybe I could have kids.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll never, I'll never forget it because I was. It was. A, I was in a relationship. I was in college, and um, I, I, I don't what well, we were. We were in a, we were in some store. I want to say it was like a Winkies type thing, like a, like a general type store. And we were shopping for something for her nephew and we were like playing with these little toys or stuffed animals or whatever. And I remember she said to me at the right, as we were standing there, she said, you know, you, I know you don't want kids, but I think you would be an incredible dad. Like you're really good with kids and you're just whatever. And there was, I swear, it's like 45 seconds right there at that point in time where I was like, yeah, maybe I could. And then, seriously, less than a minute later, I was like,
0: "No, no. absolutely it's cause, not." It's because you're—it's that Leo energy. It's because it was it wrapped in a compliment that she made you think about it. It was the right. only reason. That like, it was a,
1: yeah. This is a great idea. Otherwise, no, no. terrible idea.
0: I still nah, people I just did... people always say, like people that have known me as long as you do, or even in my twenties. Whenever I run into them, are like, "It's so weird to me that you're a mom." And I'm like, "You, I'm not that big of a piece of shit." Like, come on, no, guys.
1: Like... I don't find. That. See, I don't like for me the the whole having kids thing was never. Um, it was me, uh, almost like self defeating myself. Like I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna take the risk. You know, I didn't wanna take the risk of being, uh, potentially being a bad parent. But it was more. I always told myself it was based on me knowing myself, and that I know me, and I know what I, what makes me tick and everything that that kids represent is everything that would throw my life into a absolute tailspin so it was to me it wasn't worth because i know everybody says oh well yeah but once you have the kid everything changes wherever like i that seems like a pretty significant risk that i'm just not willing to mess up some poor kid's life because i'm you know very structured and very you know whatever and 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 you introduce literally introduce chaos into your life like i i god bless people that that do it especially that do it you know with you know plan on doing it but i that was my thing and and also just my somewhat like the anxiety stuff like i wouldn't i would be so scared of like is this is my kid okay is a kid like i don't i just that would free i just i wouldn't be able to handle it i know i wouldn't be able to handle it it's
0: it is weird i'll say it because like it was the right decision (laughs) yeah no and it's everybody has their own decision i i think whatever happens people just figure it out is what i'll say because all the things you're Mm -hmm. saying i've experienced even though i've done it and i you know i kind of joke that like you know my son's gonna need a reason to see a therapist anyway so you're welcome like i've done that but i've definitely (laughs) fucked him up by a lot of that shit but um (laughs) so you know i don't Here's the whole thing. Even the people who like make it look like they're doing this perfect job and are the greatest parents usually aren't. It's all bullshit. So I oh yeah. I think it's they're
1: screaming at that kid at some point that they would never want anybody to see, you know, like (laughs) see a replay of. No,
0: (laughs) especially like when I was like doing the most for the for what it looked like to everyone else, you know. And I look back to when radley was a baby. Like I had him in Milwaukee, Montessori. I was paying thirteen hundred dollars a month for a pre pre-college um you know a, a college prep pre-k for an 18 month old because and I was making all this food from scratch and I was I was fucking losing my mind at home because you can't do yeah. that many things I was also working like 60 hours a week and going to school yeah. full time and like see and
1: that's the other thing the work the the the, the earning money like that's the part that would have fucking killed me
0: well, you make good money killed. well what do you mean just no but I would have been yeah
1: correct i would have been i would have never would have been enough there would have never been enough like i would have always felt yeah that 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 would have absolutely destroyed my
0: it for me it was a gift because it made me look at my own shit finally because i think i mean like honestly i don't know if i've ever told you that story but because it was right around covid but i you know i left jared for the well it wasn't the last time but it felt like on my 40th birthday i left him um and Because Radley looked at me. Radley had Radley was starting to have. So he was like five then, and he was starting to have like a lot of more. It was right after we got married. He was having trouble getting along with kids in school. Yeah. And he was having nightmares every night, and we were I and he, I and I was like doing all this stuff. I was like, "Wow, we're not gonna we're gonna cut out red food dyes. You're not watching any YouTube's. No more video. No more screens. No more too. soda. No yeah. more." Yeah, like I was, <laughs> yeah. I was all these things. Like, oh my gosh, let's do everything to help him. And I remember he looks at me and he was like, "It's not because of all of the food I'm eating. It's because of you. It's because you're always yelling." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And at that point, oh. me and his dad were fighting all the time. And I was yeah. like, I need to go. So I literally, check, right? yeah, yeah, I just packed up and I moved. I took the dog and and the, and the little guy, you know, and I moved into that condo in Pewaukee And then yeah. we were there and the next morning we woke up and I was like, thank God. we're here. I remember waking up like, thank God I did the right thing. Now everything's going to be okay. And getting ready for school that morning, I fucking screamed at him and Junie was a puppy. And I just tore him to shreds and I go... It's not Jared. It was me. Like I wasn't even here. I'm just, just acting just like my parents
1: did. I tore did. Him to shreds.
0: So that's where, this is where my whole journey started because I went to work. I literally got on my employer's website and found the closest therapist to me Consulate. and was like, I need to talk to someone today. I'm ruining my child's life. And like, he actually, and he said it a couple of months later, he goes, no, I told you it wasn't you and daddy. It's just you yelling all the time. That's making it. And the moment I like wow. fix my shit and stop doing that, he's fine. And even now, that's, that's why I stopped dating again, too, because he started to have problems again. I was like, fuck, I can't deal with, I am fine. But if I get in in an emotional, if I get in a romantic relationship with someone where it's at all similar to like the dynamic with my parents, which was unhealthy, I get unwell very fast.
1: And then mm-hmm. I start
0: taking it out on every, I, I, I go in a fight or flight and I, I lose my shit and I'm not okay. And so like, I found myself doing that again, you know, when me and that last guy broke up just cause I was healing and I'm like, I can't fucking take, I don't want to be this piece of shit. Mom. that takes this out of my kid, you know?
1: Right. I didn't, I had one, there was a, it, th- and this was actually like a, one of my shorter relationships like two, two or three months maybe. Um, and this was uh, 15 years ago, maybe. Um, and I was, I was living with my brother at the time and I'll never forget this because she, I thought, you know, we were, everything was great. We were getting along great. We had so much fun together. And and all of a sudden she just like stone cold out of nowhere, broke it off with me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? And she said, she said to me, you are, you're too angry of a person. And I said, what are you talking about? And it, the, the weekend before when she was over m- me and my brother had gotten into an argument. Yeah. And like, and him and I just went, we were like yeah. fucking screaming at each other. Right. Yeah. And it was just, and it was one of those, you know, like, fuck you, whatever, you know, go do blah, 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 whatever, just screaming at each other. And then her and I left and went out and did whatever. She never said nothing. And then like the next you know, couple of days later, maybe she had to think on it or she breaks up means. And that argument apparently was like, she was shocked by it. And it was yeah. like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, it, this is my brother. Like yeah. we, this is a, but that's initially what I thought. And then after like a day or two, it really, like, I felt really, really awful. And I went and I legitimately went and signed through work portal, signed up for counseling. I started yeah. going to a counselor and I went for like, God, I think I was going every other week and I went for like three or four months. And I remember telling her at some point, like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I, I really took what you said to heart. And yeah. it's not like I was really trying to, like, get back together. No. With her. It was just like, it was, it was more like, I'm, I want you to know yeah. that I'm not a bad person. You know, it was, it's yeah. probably what it was. But it was, so, yeah, I went to this, and I, I remember I seeing this guy as uh, counselor. Um, and 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 he and he was like, <coughs> it was like the sixth or seventh appointment, and he had he was saying to me, oh shit, "Hold on, there we go." Um, he was he kept asking me like the same questions, and I was giving him the same answers, and I started to feel like I was in this weird place where this guy was just like stringing me along, mm-hmm. taking my copay every time that I showed yeah. up, and so I started asking him questions. And when he couldn't answer my questions, I knew that was
0: like it would like go out well. like
1: this. Is, and it was so maybe it was just a bad match arrows, but I I almost like I feel like I learned more from that in like about myself in the way of like certain people are gonna sometimes view you a certain way and you don't have control over that. And even right. if you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know, so you, so I, yeah, that was a big thing for me. That was like, I, it, and I was just, I was maybe only at that time, must've been 27, 28. So not like terribly old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the learning. And that, that was a big thing for me. That was like, Hey, you know, you sure, you were judged in that instance on, on, you know, one small thing. And I really, you know, Took it to heart and decided, you know, it's, I need, to, I need to make these big changes,
0: yeah.
1: and and realized, nah, you don't really need to make these big changes. Maybe you need to be more a little, you know, conscious of who's around when you're having whatever conversation. Yeah. But I, but it was just one of those things. Like it was a big, that was a big learning moment for myself.
0: Yeah, that makes me think of two things. First. The, uh, you know, I think my brother and I even grew up growing up in the same house have vastly different experiences of what happened and right. it's traumatized right. me a lot more so everyone in my house talks like that growing up we you know my family gets in fights and they scream. and Yeah. Each other out and then it's over and um, it my brother is still like that him and michelle i stayed with them for two weeks and rad was a baby and i had to go because i was like horrified because they're like "Fuck you you fucking asshole and i'm like they're like what are we eating for dinner they're like
1: you guys me. are super italian yeah
0: we are super <laughs> italian but it's like a lot it's a lot even my, radley actually stayed there a couple of weeks ago it was my birthday weekend and he hadn't been there since before covid for the weekend and I, I he he loved it he had so much fun but i said can i just ask you something um how uh, how do they talk in their house compared to what we're used to anyway they are crazy, but it's so much fun. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And he goes, they're so funny. That's what Radley's. Yeah, says. he goes, they're like, really mean, but it's just <laughs> funny and nobody actually is mad. They're really mean. Yeah, and he's like, there's so much swearing. And then they're just like, they're like, fuck you. And then they're like, and I go, yeah. It's weird. Anyway, I cannot do it. Like, that is one of the things my parents, I, because I grew up like that, like, and it probably, I think now knowing when I know it has to do with like what happened to us in past life, because we actually have trauma, I think that we carry forward from that, which is what makes us different, but like, because I, I cannot, and like, that was the thing with now my house when I do that it makes me unwell and it's like fuck I gotta not do it but um I don't like fighting with anyone or having so anyone I've dated that have been so would never raise their voice would never just like very I don't even like being um teased Andy like I don't like being picked on I don't because it feels too traumatic when people (laughs) so I would have been more like her I was like hey I just I can't it's not a good fit for me even though I think it just has to do with the shit that you're Everyone knows what the, what works for that. Like you said, that's what you're you Right.
1: At I mean, right. Well, yeah, like you, you had that thing whatever. I think you, right when before we signed up to do this, you were like, we need to talk about this. It was that you said your viral text message. Oh, or <laughs> and you, and it, like, <laughs> well, like you said, and like you just said, everybody has their line that they need to draw. Like you, yeah. and you drew a line and that line got crossed then but that guy that one's different
0: because that's been two years of just nonsense which i now realize i fucked up here's what i i don't know i don't i i it's he he first of all when we go back to being too much like our family he is too much like my dad and my brother where and i thought because he's chill and he never raises his voice and he's just like you know um that that was a good thing but he never talks about anything either and then i won't hear from yeah. him two weeks so i move on with my life i get a new boyfriend and then he comes out of nowhere like how can you already fall in love with a stranger which he wasn't wrong on that right but like okay you know like what is going on like you already have a yeah, boyfriend like and like where are each other's partners always and like like it's, it's this trauma bond where he just wants to like but he never fucking does anything about it you know and like he got in a whole ass relationship for a while too so it's just, I just, I my spirituality fucked me over on that because I drank this whole like twin flame tea thinking like there's one person that you're more meant for than anyone, and and him and I do. And that was it. Yeah, and him and I have this really strong, but it's so unhealthy, and that's where I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. I think all these spiritual people, they're like, they're ruining their fucking lives over someone that they're just supposed to be like, this is a bad fit because it feels too much like my parents or our needs can't our needs can't be met. Um, and I need to honor myself and like move along.
1: Right. Well, there's. But then you get those people too that I think that are like they they keep themselves in situations because it does feel yes. like their parent. And I'm
0: guilty of that. You know, yeah. it's for me. It's always daddy issues. And my my own mommy issues too. But when it comes to the guys I'm dating, I love my dad. I have a really close relationship with him. But it's not. He doesn't like spending time with me. You know, so, and he's always worked all the time. And, like, even he, I, he, we're going to the Packer game, the Thursday night game in November. He's got tickets. And he even Ooh. said, well, your stepmom doesn't want to go because it's 7 p.m. on a Thursday. And then your brother doesn't want to either. So, do you want to come with me? I'm always the last one on the list. Like it's not.
1: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But he, God, Just leave that part out, Dad.
0: But he, <laughs> and he doesn't even, okay, he, he just... Like, he'll always say stuff like, oh, I'll overhear him telling other, but he's really nice to me. But like, I'll overhear him saying like, yeah, I take my grandson once a month to get him away from his crazy mom. And I heard him say that the family owner, I go, what the fuck is that? I'm not crazy. And he goes, you know, I said, no. I'm just messing with mom <laughs> <them out. laughs> <laughs> Because he doesn't really like women. And so I I love him, but he doesn't, you know. And, um, and so I keep finding guys that are like this. And it's, my ex-husband was not. Jared had a lot of problems, but that's he's not like that. He always used to be like, what is wrong with them? You know, like my dad and my my dad and my brother, you know, they're the kind of guys that refer to women as broads and like talk about people's boobs all the time. (laughs) My brother was like, yeah, I'm on TikTok, but I just follow a bunch (laughs) of broads. I said, yeah, I know. I looked at your following. It's just women in bikinis. Oh, my God, (laughs) it is. Maybe some NASCAR. Oh, so like, <laughs> I, I know, but I keep dating guys that are like that, and then I don't know why I don't get along with them. But it's cause it's not for me. I can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't. My thing, and almost like the only line I've ever had forever is like, when I feel like somebody's trying to, mm, I'm gonna say like make me something I'm not, or make me do something that I either a don't want to do, or it's just Turn me into somebody that I'm not, and it's and it's usually those instances. I'm sure you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you're in an argument with somebody,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like a, it could be like the worst argument <clears> in the world,
0: <throat>
1: and you might say like for me I'll say we're hitting pause. Like this 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 getting way this has gotten too escalated. I need to take a break, whatever, and they won't let me you know, like they're like, no, no, fuck you, you piece of shit. You're not working. You know, oh, you're just going to walk away now, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm the reason that I'm, you know, throwing the flag in or I'm throwing the towel in right now is because I feel like I'm about to go to a place that I don't want to go to. And I don't want to ever even imagine that I could go to. And you're, you're trying to push that envelope right now. Like, no, let's just, we're not solving anything right now. Like, let's just so I don't like that's yeah. my That's my big thing. Like, if, if, if you're in a disagreement with somebody or you're not seeing eye to eye on something and they won't just let you hit pause, like they want to keep pushing the issue and yeah. pushing you is, is the more like, like that. I just won't. It's like, nah, you're, you're trying to, like, I'm telling you, I don't feel I'm not in a good spot right now. And you're willing to see how far, Past that spot, you can take me, and that's not good. Like, let's.
0: I I think I I think I've done I think (laughs) I've done that. But let me tell you, (laughs) this is how it feels to me. I know.
1: I knew you were gonna know what I was talking about (laughs) because I was like,
0: because I kind of did that again with the same guy. With that, this whole thing has been going on for two years, right? But for me, because every time I've tried to talk about something, he's like, "I'm not doing this right now. My dad's here," or like, it's always the wrong time. And maybe it's different in that well, you have to different. circle back that's to it different. eventually is what I'm saying. As long right. as you're like circling back to it, that right. makes sense. Avoidance
1: is a completely different thing. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you can't just say, because that could be the answer. Oh yeah, yeah. Just not right now. It's not a good time. And then you just, like you said, you never circle yeah. back to it. No, I, I'm talking about those instances where you're like, yeah, this, everything is, there's too much, like everything's up here. Yeah. And if we're going to talk about anything, it needs to be way down here. That's
0: just a healthy tactic. I think a lot of times people, especially women, will do that when they're so scared to lose someone that they're like, oh, no, well, we can't leave it. We can't walk away. What if that? Because then they start to freak. It's like an abandonment thing.
1: Well, I think a lot of people are like that, where they're like, no, we're solving this now. Yeah. We need to solve it right now because I can't walk. And that's just not, I mean it's okay to take you have
0: so much fire in your chart though all that leo i mean leo is pretty it's not like the aries energy is like meaner but like it leo is still fire so like you that's good that you recognize that you have to go cool off a little before you come back to it that's just knowing that's healthy
1: i'm i don't know if i mean this seems to be like anti everything you're seeing in your on your charts or whatever but like i feel like as i've gotten older especially like the last like five years or so i've turned into like the this annoying annoyingly big pragmatist like i don't i just it's almost it almost probably comes off like i don't care about anything because i don't take a side on anything or like i always see yeah and i'm always like it doesn't matter what we're talking about i can i can have a really really strong opinion but I will stop myself and say, well, but if you look at it from this side and so like you get, yeah. I get people coming to me all the time with their bullshit or whatever, and they're like, well, talk to me about this house and then I'm, they don't get what they want from me because at first I'm on their side and then I'm like, but if you stop and think about what the other person and then they're irritated because yeah. they're like, no, I'm like, and that's just something, and I feel like that's has just happened to me. Well, in like the last it's, five, it's years. it's just because
0: you're coming it's, more into your core weird. personality. You're more, your moon is in Aquarius, so that's an air sign. So that's like that. I always say everyone complains at Aquarius moons that we don't fucking care, but the good news is we don't fucking care. We don't, I don't care. So I can do it. same thing. Like I was on debate team in high school, right? So every year in debate, there's a topic that's really broad, and you have an affirmative and a, and a um, defensive side. And I always yeah. had to be the one ar the first affirmative person because the debate meets um, kick off with a seven minute speech and whatever that one ar person introduces all the facts in in their opening argument of where their what their position is. Um, yeah. you have to be a fast talker. The more data you can get in, the better. So I was always that. So, but it was perfect because. You know, it was on big topics like immigration and, and all this, and I didn't fucking care. Yeah. So I was like, okay, affirmative, I don't care. Put me on either side. I'll argue it just the same, you know, cause we don't right. fucking care. So it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I think you just let go. of. Well, and it's not,
1: it's not that I don't care. It's just like that. I, it's, it, it feels like all of a sudden I have this like need to be present on both sides or think that I'm like, like I'm always trying to think everything through. Yeah the whole way around, like I'm, and, and I, I've, I've said this to people before, like, I'm, I hope this isn't like annoying. Like this isn't, you know, like you, you think I'm, I'm um, avoiding answering you, you know, at yeah. all. It's just like, this is how I think. No, you're, uh, I, your, your I, Mars
0: I, is in Gemini too. I didn't realize that. So you have a lot of air there too. So like when your Mars, Mars is kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. Mar- I don't know how to explain Mars, but it's, it, that's kind of the way you look at the world too. And so that would be I think that's part of that like it's air air is flexible I like think about it, so you're like a wind you can go either way I think it's just being able to hold space right. people with a lot of air in their chart like me can hold space for anything you know what I mean
1: yeah right well see and it's not even like going either way it's right. usually I usually have an opinion but I'm usually and I, I'll stick to that opinion because I'm fucking stubborn yeah but but at the same time I'm willing to say but if you look at it from that perspective, I can understand why that person would do that yeah. or this, they would say this, or they would do that. And if, I just, like I said, I feel like it's probably annoying to people. <laughs> Who
0: cares? Who cares? No, I right. know what you, mean.
1: I should just not care. It's the Leo. It's only the- <laughs> Like really not care. Yeah, it's only the
0: Leo in you that doesn't care or that cares. I have-
1: That cares. I have
0: all this Libra. So I, le- like, I- um, I did, I made like one of those TikToks, that TikTok soundbite that's like the um, Katy Perry song where it's like, she's got nothing in her brain. Like, that's literally what's happening all the time. And I'm not stupid, but I really, I I was just talking about this with my other guy friend, Jake, on Wednesday. I was like, I think most of the time I get all out of this two years of dating, I've had a lot of amicable like breakups where we've been together two or three weeks. It's because I... Look like I'm go- like I look attractive and like I'm going to be really fun and bubbly, and then I don't really have any emotional emotional depth. <laughs> I have nothing going on, and I'm not stupid. But then a few weeks in, they're just like, oh. And it's like, your dog, my dog was trying to join the podcast too. No, um,
1: yeah, she's just it doesn't matter. Growling at somebody else's daring to walk outside. It
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I think that literally has happened to me a lot. And it's kind of almost frustrating because I don't know. I don't know how I it was what I said to Jake is I go, I don't know how other people are that they have so much going on in their heads. <laughs> and Jake goes, yeah, I've known a lot of girls like you. So it just I was like, oh, she's one of them. And I go, what does that mean? But... <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I don't.
0: You know me well. Do you see? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I'm not vapid, but I'm uh, not like a brain surgeon. So,
1: she, no, I don't. I know. She's just been, she's beside she's herself fine. at the moment. Um, I, my thing is, I think this is what we started with was. There's, it's not that there's nothing going on in, or nothing in my head. It's that there's way too much you, going yeah. on in my head. Yes. So it, it comes off like there's nothing going on in my head. But there's, it's just because there's actually an infinite amount of shit going on in my head.
0: But you and I are opposite in that regard. That's your Leo versus my Libra. Like I've just got, yeah I don't, I don't know. I think people always think I've got some sort of motive or I've got more that I'm going with than I do. Do you know what I mean?
1: yeah yeah oh yeah that it makes complete sense
0: but i don't yeah that's why i'm always just like too like why is everyone being so mean to me i'm just like like but, but it's because they i don't know i don't understand i literally i don't understand how other people show up in relationships i guess i just want someone to like be there while i live my life and i don't need to have things in common with them or do anything with them per se right. i just need them to kind of like right. be there i don't know I think other people like especially now. Why versus when why? Why now?
1: Versus like now and in, in this stage of life <laughs> yeah. versus like you know, 20, 30 years ago. It was like, well, no, I need I want some I need somebody in my life and there's there's you have all these boxes you need to check off for whatever reason. Whereas now it's like there's a stage of life where I have most of myself figured out and what I'm doing and where I'm gonna be and the things that I wanna do. And I want somebody that's going to come along, you know, and ride shotgun for that, yes. you know, as opposed to, as opposed to like, you know, like 20 years ago, okay, I have this person, but we still need to pick out the car or yeah. the vehicle or whatever that we're going to take on that trip. Yeah. You're already on the trip. Right. Like now you just need to, you know, put somebody in the front seat.
0: Yeah. I, I and I can get along with like everyone. So it's like a, the last boyfriend. Oh, this is I was going to tell you this before the last boyfriend, his reasoning why he broke up with me. And he like he said it bothered him that I didn't clean my own house and I had a cleaning lady and that. So my dog. OK, my house is really it's really clean. I, ha- I did now I don't have a cleaning lady I actually have started doing my own that's a long story but anyway um you know it's a I have 2200 square feet by myself and I get really overwhelmed easily so like having a cleaning lady would just help yeah, yeah. but the one Who thing gives a shit well the one thing that got away from me is Junie is the- is naughty she steals stuff my dog right um and she does when she steals stuff she goes under my bed and so she will like eat something, but the wrapper will be down there. And I, my cleaning lady does not clean under my bed. So I have to remember to go under there and clean everything out. And I
1: so there's like a treasure trove of mm, shit under your bed. Well,
0: the weekend that we broke up, you know, like it was like he slept over with his boys on Saturday night like because we were always together, like with our kids and stuff, and um, he got really weird on Sunday. And so anyway, I went over there Monday and then he has this breakup talk with me like that he had it and he said. um. Judy stole one of my slides, like my shoes, you know, so I had to go under the bed to get it before I left Sunday. And he was like, he goes, do you know, and I went, I right away was like, It's not okay. It's not okay (laughs) under there. And I go, yeah, I know. And honestly, I get a lot of anxiety about how to get under there and clean it well, because it's a king size, bed. I'm not a good cleaner. And like, I just, it's, it's just, it's not like, it's not dirty food garbage. It's just paper. She'll steal like, Shit, right, you know, the yeah. paper bag that a Starbucks croissant comes in, she'll steal that and get every crop right. and shred it. And or like, she yeah. stole a whole roll of toilet paper and shred it under the bed. So whatever, there's, uh, she just, it's not dirty, but it is garbage. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm overdue forgetting getting, he goes, yeah. why would you sleep in a bed? when you know there's garbage under like what is and he was like that's more concerning that you know what's there i go okay the rest of my house is fucking immaculate i know i was yeah. like i'm not i can <laughs> i i go if it was that big of a deal why i didn't say this to him i just packed up all my shit and left but like um right what i I said to danny on the way home (laughs) is i'm like it just felt hypercritical but also i was like if you love cleaning so much why don't you just fucking help me out and do it like honestly right and then he went further and he said and my he goes i know this is verbatim i know that you make three times more than me but your spending is concerning it's out of it's crazy and i and then he got out his calculator and calculated how much i spent on eyelashes every year and I went, but I, and he like, and I said, there's no, and I go, okay, do you, I thought you were just getting back off on your feet after your last breakup, like, I I don't mean to pry, but since you are bringing up, <clears throat> I know there's been times in my life, Andy, where I've had a large cash savings, like, I know you always keep your responsible fiscally. I, at this point, I don't have that, and I need to rebuild it, but like, I I was like, I said to him, are you in a position where you have like three, eight months? you know, bills saved, I thought you were also just scraping by. And he was like, No, I am just scraping by. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I've literally almost been homeless before. So like to think about the fact that you don't think I had to go, well, yeah, but I've that's, never that's been. Issue, yeah, right? I said I've never yeah. been home.
1: That's your issue.
0: I'm like, I have like ten different. I go, I have money that's in investments that I could pull tomorrow. I have like, I go. Do you, and not that now that we have ever talked right. about it, but do you know that like I have a financial guy at Northwestern Mutual that I meet with quarterly. Like I, I have money. I just right. don't keep cash. And honestly, and I'm not being a dick, but I, what I said to him, I go, you probably don't know this because I never told you. But I could call my mother tomorrow and say I'm having a really rough time. Will you go put five grand in my account? She would. I don't do it. But right. like, I don't. Right. There's no world where I would ever be on my on the street. So like, I was like, you know what? Thank you. Goodbye. And I pack up. But like, it was just the, right. the weirdest reasons to be broken up with.
1: Like that's it goes back to what we have said right when we start first started talking too. Is that <laughs> like that solving other people's issues? Like you're it's none of your fucking business what I spend my money yeah. on. And, and if I'm sound financially, you have a, you, okay. So, so he has a, a hang up because he's been in X, Y, Z place before. Yeah. Totally understand it. I get it. I get where that's a source subject for you, but you're not going to deflect your, you know, shit on me right. and make me, you know, like, that's not how it works. Like if you want to talk about that hang up that you have or that issue, then let's talk about it, yeah. but you're not going to, you're not gonna force
0: it on me. If, yeah, it felt fuck. weird. I mean, I will say, so I think I think what he, I think he wanted to stay friends and work on ourselves and see if we can't figure it out. And I was like, I already know that the money, and like I'm very self-reflective. The money and the cleaning thing specifically was a thing we talked about in my marriage. I'm not gonna revisit it. So I just started getting all my stuff and packing it out in my truck. And I think he was like, oh shit. I think he was surprised that I did that.
1: <laughs> that you just, yeah, well, hey.
0: I mean like I literally I, I do need <laughs> to work on budget and cleaning freaks me out. Like, and now I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, you know what? I probably I'm home enough and things slow down with work and stuff that I can clean my own house. And I, and I've healed enough that I don't as anxiety ridden. And I just make, I make Radley help me get the garbage under the bed. I'm yeah. being honest. Cause he's nine and he can fucking go under there. He <laughs> can go so under hard. there. <laughs> but you know, like, he can cry about it, but I'm going to make him. But you know, yeah. I don't need it. I think it starts with that. And then that, I don't need anyone being that hypercritical. I mean, it was, it was, it was hard because everything else was so good. But like, long story short, he, you know, he of course popped back up, you know, a couple of weeks later and had more of my stuff and it was just like, whatever. And then of course he
1: did. <laughs> I, I
0: haven't heard from him since, but his, he works with one of my wife's, um, one of my wife's one of my friend's husbands and he moved on really quick he had a new girlfriend who he met her parents like two weeks later i think three weeks later you know like jesus so i was like oh i think i i i saved but it's just like that's why it's just really dating's very strange i yeah and i think people always expect me to be a certain way and then i'm not that and they get like i don't think people i don't think men especially take the time to get to know me they get excited about me and then they're and then, like a few weeks in, they're like, "Oh, you're not X, Y, and Z," and they're like upset about it. It's just weird, you know.
1: That's the deal of dating, though, right? Like, like, you meet somebody in the first, you know, however many days or or weeks or whatever it's, it's you know, yeah, new and exciting or whatever. And then once you start to get to the actual, yeah you know, meat and potatoes of who somebody is. Well,
0: that's what he said too. He was like, the honeymoon phase is over and I think you're great, but this is just what I'm left with. And I was just like, I don't, I guess I don't do, I don't think I do that. I don't Uh idealize anyone in the beginning, but I don't know why these guys get so fucking excited. Like everyone tells me they love me right away. And they're like, he was asking me to move in after a week. Well, why don't fucking do that to women? Like, what is wrong with you?
1: Yeah, I, that I cannot, uh, relate to (laughs) it.
0: this is but that's why i think see this is good though because i think we all get stuck in these circles of people who are doing similar living to life similar to us and um i needed to like remember that not all guys are pieces of shit. so you're kind of helping me to do that like there are people that are self-reflective and like
1: good i'm glad i can help
0: and that's why I'm not <laughs> dating until guys like that start showing up again. You know what I mean? Because I can't keep doing yeah. this where I'm getting broken up with because my dad right. takes Starbucks wrappers under the couch or whatever. But...
1: Fuck. That seems that seems fair if we're being honest. <laughs> I know.
0: I just whatever. Anyway. All right. Well, let's we're gonna wrap oh. it up. But thank you for talking with me, Andy. All right. Thank no, you for. Thank you for
1: let me do this thank you for messing
0: it. up the wi-fi so that i'm gonna actually have to edit this thing and go in and clip parts out andy it's making work for me. sorry You know Got,
1: let's look at it as because i'm gonna be pragmatic about it let's look at it as a, it's a learning experience you're gonna test. be able to go in and learn these things and you <laughs>
0: i know i'd tell you to go fuck yourself if my mom wasn't listening all right i'll talk to you later andy Bye, Mom. Bye. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you soon, right? all right? Bye.